Hey kids, and welcome to Junior Church Online. This is Pastor Pete, just coming to you from our new playground here at Garden Chapel. Uh, today we're going to be continuing in our sessions about the 13 sayings of Jesus Christ, or the surprising sayings of Jesus, and why he said them. Today we're going to be taking a look at... Jesus said, be happy when others are mean to you. Wait, hold on, that doesn't sound right. Be happy when others are, did I read that right? Here's something nobody expected Jesus to say. When others treat you badly, be happy about it. Well, how am I supposed to do that? That just sounds strange. Hold on, it says go to Matthew chapter 5, verses 10 through 12 and read it. All right, well, let's find out what it says in, in the Bible here. It says, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. You are blessed when they insult you and persecute you and falsely say every kind of evil against you because of me. Be glad and rejoice, because your reward is great in heaven, for that is how they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Oh, now it makes sense. What Jesus is talking about here in today's passage is simply that when we are persecuted for his sake, then we should be rejoicing because it's not really us that people are attacking. It's Jesus and his words. Let's find out more about that as we go inside. If you guys remember, Jesus was talking to a crowd of people up on the mountainside. This is what we call the Sermon on the Mount. And of course, he was telling people about a lot of surprising sayings and Today's be happy when others are mean to you probably caught them off guard as well. I mean, the Romans were in their land hurting them, bringing pain to them. Uh, I'm sure it probably wasn't easy to think about how am I supposed to be happy or joyful when others are hurting me. But today we're going to see that uh, Jesus was saying it's not really so much about when others hurt you, it's when they hurt you for my sake or for my name's sake. Because it's just like in the Old Testament, the prophets were persecuted for serving God and obeying and listening to him too. See, it says here that Jesus warned his followers that what would happen if they started to follow after him. People would make fun of them, they would be mean to them, they would lie about them. If people made fun of us because we follow Jesus, Jesus is actually making the point that we can be happy about this. That's because we know that we're living in a way that is pleasing God, and God will reward us. That's the whole point of this verse. He says that your reward is in heaven. So what is happiness? Happiness depends a lot of, about what is going on uh, in your life. If everything is going well, you tend to be happy. Many of you probably aren't happy right now because you're stuck at home. But the fact of the matter is, Jesus isn't just talking about happiness here. He's actually really talking about the characteristic of being joyful. That means that no matter what is going on in your life, that you are happy because you are founded in Christ. And so it's really talking about a much deeper sense of the word happy. Now, when I think about Matthew chapter 5 and what Jesus said here about being joyful or be happy when others hurt us, my mind goes to Acts chapter 16, and there's a story there that probably many of you know or have heard of and we're going to talk about today. Paul and Silas are in a town called Philippi, and they're missionaries for Christ, and they're telling people about the gospel, about what Jesus Christ did for uh, them, how he paid for their sins on the cross, and how he rose again three days later. Now, 
When they got to the city, this girl who was demon-possessed or had a spirit in her, uh, the spirit allowed her to predict the future. She ended up following Paul and Silas around, yelling behind them, These men who are proclaiming to you the way of salvation are the servants of the Most High God. Now this drew a lot of attention to Paul and Silas, so much so that they weren't able to do their ministry. And here's the issue. Paul gets greatly annoyed. He turns around. He casts the spirit out in the name of Jesus Christ. And the two men who own this woman uh, became extremely angry. They seized Paul and Silas. They threw them into prison, and then they were beaten for what they had done. Now, it says about midnight in verse 25, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Now, how in the world could Paul and Silas be so joyful when they were just beaten and thrown into prison for doing the right thing? I mean, casting a demon out of a person is good, isn't it? But they have this attitude of joy. Because why? Their happiness isn't dependent on their situation. Their situation looked pretty grim. They were suffering for what Jesus or for what they had done in the name of Jesus. But they knew that they would be rewarded by God. And so they maintained this attitude of joy that despite being hurt, that they knew they could focus on Christ because Christ was working through them and in them. The rest of the story goes on where because Paul and Silas had this attitude, God releases them or sends an earthquake, shakes open the prison, the prison, all the prison doors open up, Pilate, or Pilate, Paul and Silas can walk free and they actually witness to the Philippian jailer who was there and to his entire family and they all come to know Christ. So you see, our situation sometimes limits our happiness. But yet the Bible and what Jesus is saying in Matthew chapter 5 is when we are in Christ, when we're a part of God's kingdom, we can have a deep, deep joy or happiness in our life because we know that God can work in much bigger ways than our situation at hand. Now, you might be thinking, uh, I'm stuck at home, Pastor Peter, and I've been hearing a lot about this virus that seems really dangerous. And to be fair, it, it is. We need to be very careful with this. But the fact of the matter is, this situation doesn't need to limit your happiness or your joy. If you are found in Jesus Christ, then you can have joy. You know that God can take this crazy situation and do something amazing out of it. Just like Paul and Silas in today's story were beaten and thrown into prison because they were focused on serving God and actually doing what God wanted them to do, we can have this mindset that God will take care of us no matter what. And that can bring joy into our lives. So remember, what Jesus actually said is that when we're following him, others are going to take note of that. And sometimes they're going to treat us badly. But we can rejoice because that means we know that we're doing the right thing. It means that others are seeing Jesus in us. They're brushing up against God's kingdom. And it makes really people feel uncomfortable. It's what we call conviction. And it means that they're realizing that what they're doing is wrong and what we're doing is right when we're following Jesus Christ and living out the way he wants us to live. So today, it means that when we suffer for Jesus' sake, that we should have joy, uh, a joy that is unshakable no matter what. <laughs>